0: Guys, to stand up one more time, just to, for the sake of stretching out. No, not really. And uh, we're gonna. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but we're just gonna go into the, into the reading of the word and, and I'll set a timer for myself. It's just. It's a. I just want to say it's a blessing to be up here, and it's a, it's a great honor, and I want to give honor to Pastor Brown and. And his family for allowing us to, to be here. And more than that, allowing us to serve as, uh, in, in the capacity that they've entrusted us with, uh, with the youth. Um, I want to thank God for, for you guys. I want to tell you guys that I love you. Uh, and I want to thank God for my wife. Amen. Amen. I was, I was remembering how uh, during our Thanksgiving get-together... Uh, I made a joke about how, like if she wasn't around, I 'd still get stuff done. Um, and, I, and I meant to say just kidding, but but based on you guys' laughter, I figured, well I, I don't have to, because you guys know, you guys know what, what the real deal is, so I'm going to ask you to, to open your Bibles up with me to the book of Mark chapter six, verse 41. Amen. I know you probably hear this a lot from from preachers and pastors, not our pastor, but you'll hear a preacher say, "Oh, like I, I had a message ready, and God just flipped it on me today." And uh, I usually think, like, man, he he doesn't have notes; like, he's just gonna wing it. <laughs> but today I actually had notes, and God just impressed something else in, uh, on me, and and so I guess I guess it is a thing. I, I mean. So Geddes isn't lying all the time, you know. Gettys doesn't need notes; he can just give a sermon off the cuff. We're blessed with great speakers at at, at Life Church. Amen. Amen. Thank God for for men like Pastor Brown and Brother Geddes and Brother Simeon, who was with us for a while, and uh, the, every everybody that stands with it on this pulpit. You know, it's. I don't intend to even come close to filling anybody's shoes, but I just have something that I want to share with you guys today. And so Mark uh, chapter 6, verse 41, the familiar verse for you guys, it says, and when he had taken the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven, blessed and broke the loaves. Everybody say blessed and broke the loaves and gave them to his disciples to set before them and the two fish he divided among them all. Let's pray one more time. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you, Jesus, for this time that you've given us together. We thank you, God, for your word, for your divine inspiration. We thank you, God, for your spirit and your guidance. I pray right now, Lord Jesus, that it would be you speaking, that you would edify us, that you would give us something from heaven, that you would give us something that that we can uh, cherish in our hearts and that we can use, something that we can share, something that we can apply in our lives, something that will make us a little bit more like you, Jesus. We thank you, God, for your word today. Bless this word as it's being spoken. Let it fall on good soil. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may take your seats. Go ahead and high five two or three people and say, there is blessing in the breaking. There is blessing in the breaking. Amen. 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 Many, many things were broken in my house growing up. I grew up with a brother, an older brother, uh, who liked to throw me around. Um, and, so, you know, a lot, of, a lot of stuff was broken in our house. Lamps, vases, picture frames, windows, walls. Yes, walls. One time my brother threw me through our bathroom wall onto the kitchen stove. I'm not, I'm in the house of God. I wouldn't lie to you. It really happened. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know. By God's grace, we're still here. Amen. Um, so I want to talk to you guys about this, about this breaking. There's blessing in the breaking. There, uh, thankfully, none of our bones were broken through all those, all those uh, you know, encounters. But there is blessing in the breaking. You're usually, in, I don't know if you guys have seen movies or been to a Jewish wedding where there's a, there's a breaking of a glass. It's, it's part of the ceremony. And there's there's a lot of, I looked it up, there's a lot of supposed meanings to this. Um, the one that I favor is is that when you break the glass, it can no longer go back to its original form. I mean, unless you spent a really, really, really long time and had a lot of super glue, I guess. But it really can't go back to its original form. It, it can't regain that constitution that it once had. And so there's, there's this moment of transition. There's this moment where... You know, it signifies that once this change happens or once this deal happens, there's really no going back. But there's also a blessing spoken over that ceremony. There is a blessing spoken over that breaking. What's that's, something that symbolizes a transition, something that symbolizes a change or a new covenant or something that's, that's being forged anew is symbolized by a breaking. And you might think that's odd that something that is broken is symbolizing something that is actually being solidified. But in the Bible, we see that over and over and over again. Uh, we see many examples of this. Many times, God's grace will spare people from from certain breaking. Many times in the Bible, you see that uh, God allows you know an angel to save somebody from being um, to, from 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 being killed or, or from being persecuted. But there's also a lot of examples of people actually coming in, into harm's way. There's there's examples of, of people that. You know stand up to to actual danger, of course, there's the examples of like the, the three Hebrew boys that they just had enough faith that even if God weren't, to say, weren't weren't to save them, even if they were they had to go into that you know fiery furnace that they would still trust god and that's a faith that that we should strive for of course those boys didn't didn't um they didn't perish they they didn't burn up, but the Bible doesn't say that God spared them from the fiery furnace. It says that God spared them in the fiery furnace. Amen? The Bible doesn't say that God, you know, delivered the Israelites from the Red Sea. Rather, he delivered them in the Red Sea. Am I right? So sometimes you, you're going to go through stuff. Sometimes you're going to go through, through situations where you feel like, God, maybe you should have freed me from this one. If there was any, any time that I could use, you know, uh, uh, you know, something to get out of, it, it could have been here. But God will allow you to go through certain stuff because he needs you to come out different on the other side i like to imagine that those boys were ever the same after they came out of that fiery furnace. At least I wouldn't. I'd like to imagine that if I walked through, uh, through the Red Sea and I, and I saw pillars of water on, on each side of me, I wouldn't have the same faith as I did before. So sometimes God has to take us through, you know, valleys and God has to take us through things in order to strengthen our faith, in order to, you know, make us believe and, and strengthen our faith. Amen? But back to this this broken thing. There, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of things in the Bible that that represent breaking, and there's a lot of people in the Bible who had to go through through things, and there's people in the Bible who who say, "I prayed to God to take this away from me, but God said no, so you know I'm just going to accept it because His grace is sufficient." Amen. And there's examples of the, in the Bible where people are afflicted, people come into harm's way, but but they still believe in God. They still trust in God. And, and so today the message is, can we believe even in our brokenness that there is a blessing in the breaking? Can we remind ourselves that even when we're stressed, even when we're being pulled in every direction, that there is blessing in the breaking? We used to have a testimony service at our old church. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Amen. We had this uh, this this elderly sister. She would come up, and, and you know, like after the second or third testimony, it's not it's no longer testimonies. It's more like uh, like fifty things on a prayer list for the whole church. Amen. And so this sister would come up, and every Sunday she would she would come up for testimony service, and she'd say, "I want to thank God," and then she'd go on and list all her afflictions. Amen. And one time I remember her saying, I, I know and I believe that, you know, when I'm, when I feel the most pain and when I feel the most afflicted, that's when God is closest to me. And then she said, well, sometimes I want to tell God to back up. <laughs> that's the price sometimes of, of, of that's, that's sometimes the price of a blessing. Sometimes... Uh, sometimes, in order to receive your blessing, or in order to be close to God, you, you got to endure some things. You got to go through some stuff. And so, we have to remind ourselves. Can we remind ourselves that there is blessing in the breaking? The the passage that we read, the Bible says that he looked up to heaven, and he blessed the bread before he broke it. Amen. That that bread was broken, but as it was being broken, it was being blessed. And we know the 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 use that that. That bread had. It, it was used to bless other people. It was, it was used to, uh, it, it was limited resources put in the master's hand. And, and we know the miracle that happened, the miracle of feeding the 5,000. Because of the faith that that little boy had that his small offering could be used for something greater than what it could be used in his hands. There is blessing in the breaking. Sometimes we don't want to give God our stuff because we're afraid he's going to break it. Sometimes we don't want to give God our stuff because we feel like he, he might not give it back. Amen? You ever been a young person and, and maybe talking to somebody you shouldn't be talking to? I don't want to give her up because she might not come back. He might not come back. He might, not, he might find somebody else. But I, I believe that God has, has a perfect plan for everybody. Amen? And God's, God's plans are better than our plans. And, and, and you'll, you'll find the person, and, that, and God will put you guys together. God will put you in a situation of, of, God will give you the right job. You'll say, God, I don't want to let this job go because I might not get another one back. I, might, I don't want to move out of here because I don't know where I'm going to go from here. I don't want to step out of this comfort zone because I don't know what's on the other side. So I don't want to give up this space right here because I don't know if you're going to give it back. But every single time, I promise you that the best idea is to give it to God. Because even if he breaks it, it's going to be better for you. Even if he breaks it, there's going to be blessing in the breaking. How many believe that today? Amen. In the Bible, there's countless, there's, there's, there's countless examples of things that, that were broken and led to a blessing. You know, in the story of Jacob, you know, he, we all know the story of Jacob, how, how he fought and he wrestled with God. And he said, God, I'm not going to let you go unless you bless me. And he's like, Jacob, get off me. Jacob, get off me. That's what God sounds like to me. You better get off me. But Jacob would not let go. Jacob was not going to let go. He said, bless me or I'm not letting you go. So what happens? God says, okay, I'm going to bless you, but I'm going to give you a little push. And, and he, he the Bible says that he touched him on his side and seemingly he broke his hip and after that, he limped for the, for the rest of his life because he didn't want to let go. He didn't want to let go. But the Bible says that he received his blessing that night. There was blessing in the breaking. Amen? The woman with the alabaster box was blessed after she broke that alabaster box. Amen? The bread that, that was fed to the 5,000 was, was blessed as it was being broken. The vessel in the potter's house was made anew after it was broken and destroyed. You and I received our salvation after our Lord and Jesus Christ was broken for you and me on the cross. There is blessing in the breaking. Come on, tell two or three people there is blessing in the breaking. There is blessing in the breaking. Hallelujah. Amen. Why is it important that we understand this? Why why is it important that that we know this? Because we will go through breaking in our Christian life. We will go through some things that that are going to hurt. There, there's going to be times where we, where we bump ourselves into something and something's going to chip off. Something's going to break. There's going to be times where, where you're wondering what's going on. And I'm not talking about I had a tough day at work type of broken. I'm not talking about I'm just broke, broken. <laughs> Although that's not guaranteed. Hey Amen. By the sound of that, I, hear, I know we, we've had some ex-broke people in the house. Amen. Raise your hand if you, come on. We've got some honest people in the house. You ever been so broke you can't withdraw money from an ATM? You got about $7 in your ATM and you can't take it out? Like you don't want to go inside and tell the, tell the cashier, hey, I need like three bucks? Like, you can just go visit your money at the ATM and check that it's still there, but you can't take it out. Amen. I'm glad we have some honest people in the house today. Amen. No, there's going to be some real, real breaking. There's going to be some losses. That you're gonna, There's going to be some times where you, you, you know, people are going to lose their jobs. You're gonna, there's, there's some real breaking. Come on, can we get real honest? There, there's real breaking. And if anybody tells you that being a Christian is the easiest thing, or that all your problems are going to go away, or that, or that you're just going to be super safe in a bubble and nothing's ever going to hurt you, then, then that person's lying to you. The Bible says that I may know him in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings. The fellowship of his sufferings. See, that's something that the writer strived for. The fellowship of his sufferings. We're gonna go through some stuff. We're gonna we're gonna go through some stuff. Even even when we're doing what we're supposed to do. You can say, God, I've been tithing. God, I've been giving my best. I've been I've been volunteering. I've been giving people rides. I've been giving them my time. What, what's what's going on? But we have to remind ourselves that there's a blessing in the breaking. There is no time in your life where you, you experience some stress or you experience some sort of anguish, some sort of pressure, that that's not going to change you. You know, there's nothing that, that God brings to your life on accident. And there's no transformation that doesn't come with a, without a little bit of pain. You can ask a butterfly or rather a Caterpillar. If it's a comfortable process to go and hang up from, like a, from a little branch for a few days and have to break out of a cocoon for hours and hours, that's hard stuff. I know I just called you all butterflies, but... I believe God made that for a reason. I believe God made those natural processes so that we can look and we can say, okay, God, maybe, maybe I'm going through something like this. Maybe... Maybe I'm in a situation where you're molding me. Maybe I'm I'm in the potter's hand and maybe I'm being broken so that you can make me new again. Maybe my alabaster box had to be broken so that you can be pleased with me. Maybe we won't understand, but we can trust in God. We can trust in God. Like Job said, "I, I know that my Redeemer lives. We can learn from Job. And Job went through some stuff. Amen. Job went through some stuff. He, lo- he lost a lot. He lost more than I- I'll probably ever have. Just in money. Which is, is bad. But he lost family. He, lo- he lost loved ones. He lost uh, things that, that, that couldn't, just, couldn't just be replaced. He went through some, through some things. But, and the Bible describes to us how, how there's a struggle in, in Job. And he's trying to understand well, what's going on. Like what? And, and he has his friends around, and, and they're like, Job, you must have done something wrong. You, you must have uh, messed up really bad. Because this, this doesn't happen just for no reason. And you see a struggle in Job. Which I'm sure we've all gone through. Come on, is there any honest people in the house? You've going through some things, and you're like, what's, "What's going on, God?" If you're honest with yourself, you've been in a situation where you've questioned, "Why, why did that have to happen?" If we can be real for, for just a second, what, why, why does it have to happen, God? I don't understand. I, I really don't understand. Like, what, why, why does it have to happen to him? Why does it have to happen to her? Why, why does this have to happen to me? But see, in, in Job's situation, God he says, I'm gonna ask God, and I'm gonna ask the Almighty, and, and and he's gonna answer me. And the Bible says that Job and God have a conversation, but it didn't really go anything like God, what's going on, and then God is like, Okay, Job, this is what's happening. Rather, God goes through this 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 vast and, and huge display of 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 all the things that 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 are happening in the universe. And maybe you could picture it like this. And if you're wondering what's going on in your life, and instead of God telling you, you know what, this is what's going to come out of this situation, instead of that, God takes you to an IMAX theater. And he shows you all the things that are going on in the universe. He shows you how, you know, planets revolve around the sun and how snow falls on top of mountains and how snow falls out of clouds and, and you know, how fish are you know are born in the sea and and how waves work and how the moon pulls the tides and imagine you god just blowing your mind with all this stuff and then god tells you you think you would understand what i'm doing where were you when i laid the foundations of the earth who are you like where were you when when i made the sun where were where were you when i made the stars? And God is telling them, all, everything, the sun, the stars, the, the, the planets, everything, it, 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 it all works together. It all works together in your situation as well. Because that's how amazing God is. That everything that's ever happened, and everything that will ever happen, has something to do with you. And so God tells Job, do you, do you think you, you, you can handle this for a day? Do you think you can handle running the universe for a day? And, and at that moment, Job, Job is just humble, and he understands. He says, okay, I'm not going to ask again. I'm not going to ask again. And then we, we hear some, some amazing words from Job. That in, in, in his worst state, and in his, in, in his worst situation, Job says, even God, even though you slay me, God. Even if you were to to kill me, I trust that it's in your plan. So the question today is, is not can you trust God to save you from being broken? Or can you trust God to always protect you? Rather, can you trust God to break you? Can you trust God to break you? My family's been going through some stuff. There's been pressure, there's been stress, there's been there's been tears, there's been there's been a lot of pain. And one thing I share with with, with some people here is my my father, of course, I'm biased because he's my dad, right? But I've I've never heard my dad complain. And you might think that's an exaggeration, but I've never heard my dad complain. I've never heard my dad say this is too hot. This is too salty. It's too early. I'm sleepy. I've never heard my dad say my back hurts. Ever. And I'm sure I'm, he's human, I think. And I'm sure he has pain. I'm sure he I'm sure he he has, you know, times where, you know, he I've seen him wince. I've seen him wince and I've seen him grimace i'm sure he goes through stuff and i'm sure he feels he feels things like like just like i do he's he's a human he's a man but i think that the example that he wants to leave his children is is you know no matter what you you just you just trust in god whatever's going on you, you trust in god If we read in John chapter 6, verse 12, which is another familiar verse for you guys, we see this passage where Jesus tells his disciples to pick everything back up after the bread has been blessed, broken, distributed, fed to people, and then gathered back again. John chapter 6, verse 12 says, When they were filled, he said to his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain so that nothing is lost. And I know we've heard this verse here before, and, and, but I believe that God's word speaks in different dimensions at different times. And it carries out multiple assignments. And so what God says with this word today is, trust me enough to break you. Because I can do more with your leftover fragments than what you can do with the whole thing. He can do more with my broken leftovers than I will ever be able to do. And every piece he breaks off of you will be accounted for and returned to you. And we stand to our feet today. I just want to make a call to this altar, and I know we're all going through stuff. I know we all have our situations. I know we all have our our problems and the things that we go through. I don't know each and every one's situation, but I know that most likely you're going through something rough. Most likely you're going through something serious or one of your family members, which of course affects you. But today, I, I, just, I just want you to, if, if nothing else, I, I would just like a, a family of, of prayer warriors that, that, would, that would just rise up and say, you know what, God, I understand that, that you're, you're doing some stuff in my life, you're doing some stuff in my brother's life, you're doing some stuff in my family's life, in my sister's life, and even if I don't understand it, I'll trust you enough to let you hold it, I'll trust you enough to let you break it and put it back together. Come on, is there anybody in this house that can just trust God with whatever you're going through? I'm going to ask you to close your eyes right now. Just like Heavenly Father, God, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, God, for your word. We thank you, God, for your spirit. We, we just want to trust in you today, Jesus. We understand that we're going to go through valleys and we're going to have to go through things in this life. God, we ask you that even if even if, you, even if, we're not spared from the pain, even if we're not spared from the breaking, Jesus, give us enough faith to trust you, God, that there is blessing in the breaking. Allow us to understand, Lord Jesus, that when, when you break us, you, you, are, you are helping us be more efficient. When you are breaking us and dispersing us, you are helping us to reach further. When you, when you break us, Jesus, you are helping us to feed more than just the people right around us. Help us understand, Lord Jesus, that we are more effective, broken in your hands than whole in our own hands. Help us understand, Jesus, that we can trust you no matter what. As bad as a situation might get, as dire as a situation might, as dark as a night may get, Lord Jesus, allow us, Lord God, to trust you. Allow us, Lord Jesus, to put our confidence in you, Jesus. Allow us, Lord God, to put everything in your hands. Lord God, there's people in this house who are going through some things. There's people in this house whose hearts are sad today, Jesus. But I pray that, Lord, that you would comfort them and that you would would remind them, Jesus, that you are with them, that even in their breaking, even when they're going through some things, that you will you have accounted for each and every piece. That you you are accounted for each and every piece, Lord God. And that they will will be returned tenfold to their lives. That the blessings that they may have let go of already that they will be returned to their lives, Jesus. That their break would impact somebody in a positive way around them. Help us understand, Jesus. When we're going through our situations, when we're going through, through our valleys, Lord God, allow us to understand you have a plan in mind. Allow us to understand that you have something in mind for us. Lord God, today I just want to tell you that if you need to break me, God, if I need to be broken, Jesus, I surrender myself to you, God. If I need to be broken, I surrender myself to you. There's blessing in the breaking. There's blessing in the